0: Welcome back. Welcome to Phenomenal Flicks. Today I am reviewing Freaky, starring Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton, directed by Christopher Landon, which was released this past Friday the 13th. And Freaky is a body swap horror movie that takes the concept of both Freaky Friday and Friday the 13th and mixes it into a fun horror comedy body swap slasher movie. This was, as I mentioned, released this past Friday the 13th and it was actually released in theaters and yes I did go see it in a theater and before I get a lot of guff for this I only went and saw it in the theater because I looked at the seating chart for AMC and saw that no one else had bought a ticket. So I decided to take my girlfriend and I to the big IMAX screen, see the movie in an empty 1,000-person theater. Maybe not 1,000, but at least 500-seat theater with just the two of us in it. And we had a good time. We socially distanced. We wore our masks. We got some ICs and had a great time watching Freaky, which some people I realize may not have heard of because obviously this is going to be big, in the horror community, you know, fans of horror movies have heard about this. However, the casual movie fan, who's really not paying attention to movie releases because a lot of theaters are closed or they just don't feel like going to the movie theater, might not have heard that this was getting released. It's not getting a lot of trailer time, not a lot of ads on YouTube. So yeah, it might have come under the radar for most people. I did see that it made $5.6 million at the box office. So that's pretty good, but I'm not here to talk box office. I'm here to talk the movie. As I mentioned, it is a take on Freaky Friday, the old Disney classic. Some people might remember the Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis one, but there was one back in the 70s that was pretty popular as well. And then of course, Friday the 13th, hence the name. You can't call it Freaky Friday, which I thought was funny, but you also can't call it Friday the 13th that it was released on. So they just (laughs) went with the term freaky and really touted the Friday the 13th release date. As I mentioned, body swap horror movie, a uh, deranged killer who is played by Vince Vaughn uh, accidentally and supernaturally swaps bodies with a uh, teenage high school girl played by Catherine Newton. And of course, comedy and a bloody body count ensue. Now, I'm not going to spoil the movie. That's pretty much the most spoilery thing I will give to you. Of course, all of that appears in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling too much. But I did have a really good time. Watching Freaky, it was a fun take on the two movies that I had already mentioned, Freaky Friday and Friday the 13th, or good, God forbid, if you're have if you thinking of the movie, oh God, what was the one with Rob Schneider, uh, the hot chick, then also kind of a take on that. But yeah, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I, I really enjoy uh, Christopher Landon's writing style. He is, uh, of course, known for Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You, which came out three to one year ago one to three years ago the sequel and whatnot and his writing style and his directing were just as much on point here. The positives with this come the slasher aspect of course right off the bat. Um, I love slasher movies especially cheesy horrendously put together 80s slasher movies and this is a good take on those. I mean the the death scenes, this is a rated R film, so the death scenes are very gory and very bloody. There are some that just right off the bat made me go, oh, holy shit, the amount of blood and practical death effects they were allowed to put, in, put into this film. A lot of teenagers do end up dying, and that's a lot of fun. That's what you go to these movies to see. The comedy aspects were also really funny. I'll get into more of those when I talk about Vince Vaughn, but uh, the side, the characters themselves were all very funny, funny, um, I thought her, uh, the girl's friends, her name's Millie, uh, Booker and, and, uh, Kumar, if I'm not mistaken, or, I'm sorry, not Kumar, Nyla, Booker, Nyla, and Josh, the three friends were all very funny in their own, in their own specific rare, one of them was like a jock character who had a heart of gold, of course, the other is, uh, just the loyal best friend, and then, um, and then Josh is Millie's gay friend and they're all very funny and they're all not stereotypical in those roles and they and they play a really good part of the story in helping of course Millie figure this out the acting is 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 fantastic it's just it's just hilarious from everyone involved i think like i mentioned the three friends are great right off the bat i think Millie's mom is very tragically funny in some ways I think Millie is very good, especially at the beginning of the film. But, of course, the award for best performance goes, of course, to Vince Vaughn, who plays the Blissfield Butcher. And then, of course, Millie stuck in the Blissfield Butcher body later on in the film. He plays two different characters in this. So, as the Butcher, he is a stoic, quiet stalker who is fast, strong, and violent. And I thought that was pretty... Pretty cool coming from this character who's known more for comedy. Now, Vince Vaughn has been in a horror movie before. He was in the 1998 remake of Psycho, playing Norman Bates. Yes, I'm not making that up. But he didn't... Well, first off, he did a terrible job. But he wasn't able to portray anything but an Anthony Perkins wannabe in that. Here, he is a, like I mentioned, a silent, stoic, violent character in the first 10 to 15 minutes. And that was really cool, seeing him be able to do that. And then he swaps with Millie's consciousness and becomes a 17, 18-year-old girl. I'm not sure exactly how old she is, but she's right around that range. And he is so shameless. That's the best word to use, is shameless. He does not care what anyone's going to think of this because he is playing a teenage girl and he knows he's playing a teenage girl and he does a fantastic job playing the teenage girl. He dances, he sings, he uses that high pitch, like, oh my god, sound that we've known ever since Clueless. And he does it to pitch perfection, honestly. No pun intended, because Millie is a huge fan of pitch perfect. I actually didn't mean to do that, but here we are. But you've really got to give it to Vince Vaughn, who has his detractors, but I think even the worst Vince Vaughn distractors, detractors rather, will look at this and say, wow, that was really funny. He was able to portray this in the same way that Jamie Lee Curtis was able to do in the Freaky Friday remake from about 18 years ago or whatnot. However, while I do enjoy these aspects, like I mentioned the opening scene that is super violent and, of course, the acting portrayal from Vince Vaughn and, of course, The Friends, this movie, while it starts out very strong, it continues to be strong for the first, I'd say, 30 minutes, the preceding 30 minutes kind of are stuck with a lot of filler now the body swap happens and everyone is on the lookout for the blissful butcher so you can't really hide vince vaughn he's got a face that people have seen and while his friends who finally figure out that it is millie in this body are trying to help him swap back sorry help her swap back there there become, there comes a point where it just seems like they're moving from scene to scene. Like, oh, here's a comedy moment, here's a horror moment. And then the next scene happens. Here's a comedy moment, here's a horror moment. There are some good sprinkled in here. I mean, I think all the dialogue is very quippy. It's very intelligent. It's very funny. I think, of course, the characters are entertaining, but the story just lends itself to kind of fall flat in this time. And that's really a detriment to the movie that I think started so snappy, so quick, so fast, so fun, and it loses that. As a slasher movie, especially in the 80s, which this is pretty much aping for the most part, theirs kills rapidly, very fast, all the time. And, again, that starts out the case here, and then it just sort of stops being the case later on in the movie, and then they realize, oh, we haven't killed someone in about 40 minutes, let's do that in rapid succession again. And... It really detracts from the full entertainment value, detracts this from being what I thought originally was going to be like, wow, this is going to be a great movie, to, Ah, this is a good movie, which it is. It is a good movie. Other things that I really hate, and I've hated this ever since the 90s, the decade that I really grew up as a kid in, and that is taking a girl, a teenage girl, who is very attractive, a very pretty girl, and saying, oh, she wears a checkered dress and wears white tights and doesn't wear makeup, so she's ugly. But then if you put her in some leather and give her some red lipstick she and put her hair on a ponytail, she is so sexy and so badass. And that is such an annoyance because they did that in a movie like She's All That and they really made fun of it in Not Another Teen Movie. But they did that all the time in the 90s. Oh, if you just take her glasses off and straighten her hair a little bit, she's going to be super sexy. And it's kind of disrespectful to... Women in general, but I'd say this actress, who is a very pretty actress, what 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 about her made her sexier? Just because she was wearing leather and lipstick, I I don't understand why that's the case, and and I've never understood that for 25 years of my life watching movies like this. Now, yes, they do they do mention well, Millie never dresses like this, so that's how they that's how it helps them figure out that it's not actually Millie, but there's all the guys that are in the locker room like, Oh man, Millie's hot. Did you see how hot she is? Now I want to fuck Millie. And it's it's kind of harkening us back to the 90s where that was pretty misogynistic. And yes, these characters are supposed to be misogynistic assholes. That's the characters they're portraying. But I don't think it was as satirical as the writing lends itself to be. Another thing that I I don't know if I like this or not is Christopher Landon's ability to take something that is already a well-known thing and put the horror twist on it. And what I mean by that is he made Happy Death Day. Very entertaining, very funny, very satirical. But it was Groundhog's Day, disguised as a slasher movie. I love Groundhog's Day. I liked Happy Death Day. He did the same with Happy Death Day to you. It was Groundhog's Day with some science fiction elements and then horror in there. And then with this, he took Freaky Friday and put a horror spin on it. And it was very good. But... Is it great? Is that all he's known for is taking these comedy movies and turning them into slasher movies? I mean, is Clerks next? What's he, Is Billy Madison next? Is Little Nicky next? Uh, I mean, if, granted, that one might be really interesting. But what I want to see him break out of that, taking something that's a well-known, well-known commodity and turning it into a horror movie. Granted, I like those movies, but you can only run that train for so long. Freaky was very fun, guys. It is in theaters right now. I know a lot of people are probably not interested in going to theaters. It will drop on demand. I believe November 30th is the day they picked, so right after Thanksgiving. And check it out if you can. I mean, just because I said some negatives about this movie does not mean that it wasn't very fun, very bloody, very gory. It's not going to scare you, but it is going to make you laugh, and it is going to make you understand why those horror cliches, though... Cliches, as I said, are very fun and interesting, and really bump up a slasher movie. With all that said, guys, I am giving Freaky a B. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Flicks Podcast with. The Instagram title, there are some underscores in there um, between Phenomenal Flicks and podcast. You can also look for me on Facebook at Phenomenal Flicks. I don't know what I have going next week. I have to look at the schedule of releases to see if I want to buy anything or to see if anything streamed. But of course, I will be back next Tuesday with a brand new review. And as always, guys, stay phenomenal. Edit to this episode. My God, did I forget something. I had accidentally deleted a part of my notes. And yeah, I forgot a big chunk and important parts of this movie and that was Catherine Newton the main character essentially the one who plays Millie and then of course gets swapped with the Blissfield Butcher I liked her she was very sweet very endearing very fun I think she while she does play that character that is oh you know actually really attractive but she's somehow ugly to everyone she played it with a lot of heart and a lot of veracity and a lot of good chemistry with her friends and her mom and her sister. When she does become the killer who's trapped in the teenage girl's body and she does start wearing things that Millie would never wear, that's when she loses it a little bit. I mean, she isn't given a lot to do with the script. She has to stare off in the distance a lot and pretend to be sort of maniacal and vengeful and she takes a lot of time to leer at people, including Alan Ruck, who people would know as Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, plays one of her teachers, a real asshole in this movie, but when she is playing the teenage girl, or when she is the blissful butcher pretending to play the teenage girl, that makes a lot more sense if you get if you watch the movie, she's very good. She has a a sort of sense of urgency and angst behind her. And I think she does a very good job. So sorry that this wasn't part of the full episode that I was trying to do. Like I said, my notes got deleted and I realized as I was about to post it, like, holy shit, I didn't talk about Catherine Newton at all. But she did a very good job. She's someone I look forward to seeing more in the future. Um, I didn't realize she was the girl in Detective Pikachu. So she was also very fun in that, but also had the same problem of like, kind of staring off into the distance a lot and not being given a lot to do. But I'm not reviewing Detective Pikachu. Reviewing Freaky, of course. I gave it a B. I'm going to stick with the B. So thanks for enjoying my little edit to this.